Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey here, and I want to talk to you about anxiety. This is, this is one of those things that, like, maybe you hear the word anxiety and you say, you know what, I don't really experience anxiety. And if that's you, hey, I am so happy for you. But if you're the type of person who does experience anxiety, specifically anxiety in working with clients and making sure that what you're doing is helpful and that you're charging a rate at which you're providing value and you don't feel like you're, you know, robbing someone. If you have anxiety about are you doing a good enough job, things like that, this is for you, Okay. Um, when I started in marketing, I didn't really experience anxiety. It took a couple of years for it to kind of crop up on me. And, you know, I would do product launches and I would have like significant buy-in for clients. I'd be working in the agency model, uh, working at an agency and building landing pages, writing copy, you know, stringing stuff together, getting in webinar jam, uh, tying all that together, you know, writing the promotion, uh, even setting up like the WordPress site, those kind of things. Right. And like I had commitment, but I didn't have a lot of stress. I remember working with someone who did a product launch and they told me that their kid's college fund was on the line. In that moment, they had anxiety. I didn't. Right. I was getting a paycheck. I was getting my hourly paycheck for doing the work. But when I became a business owner and I started a family, right, when I got married, like a lot came on my shoulders. So. The anxiety that I experience has definitely kind of come up. It's kind of like cropped up, okay? Uh, and there's this really wonderful book that Bruce Tift wrote, and it's called Already Free. It's a very neat kind of Eastern-Western approach to, um, to like therapy, I'd say. And he's got this kind of model, which he calls a spiral staircase, which is... We will always walk around in circles and experience the same, you know, problems or emotions or whatever that we felt. If we've had death in our life, we'll be reminded of that our whole life. If we have things that create anxiety in us, we'll have anxiety our whole life. You just like, it won't be gone one day, right? It won't magically be gone. But what he says you can do is while you're walking in circles, you can also get elevation. That's the spiral staircase. So sure, you're still experiencing the same anxiety, but with elevation, you're able to see it from a different perspective. You're able to see it kind of for what it is. So if you've been thinking at all about like mindfulness, been looking into that, you know, hopefully this kind of rings true for you, right? It's this idea that you won't ever be, it won't ever be gone. When it comes to anxiety with your clients, I find that it's a bit of a spiral staircase. I had a moment with a client where um, I had a bunch of business, um, had over $20,000 in recurring monthly business, had my assistant working for me full time, had just made him an employee. And then I lost a bunch of business overnight. And I was scared. And the level of anxiety I had was through the roof. It was a very difficult time. It was painful. And that anxiety just kind of persisted for a while. I absolutely hit, you know, financial rock bottom. I had to sell stuff in my life just to make ends meet, you know, we sold our car, like didn't have anything like kind of, I mean, when I say didn't have anything, certainly had plenty, right? But like, I got rid of all the things in my life that were fun. Um, you know, I bicycled everywhere, 
didn't take Ubers because they were too expensive. Right. So I, I hit that bottom. And I think that's kind of when this anxiety for me started cropping up. This kind of feeling that, oh, shoot, like I was living too close to the edge there. Yeah, pretty scary. It was it was a scary time. I mean, I think back on it. I think back on it in kind of like awe and appreciation for that person that I was, right? That man that I was that like kind of went through that. You know, that was tough. That was a harrowing time. Not not long after, that same experience happened to like everyone in the marketing world when COVID hit. You know, COVID kind of hit our business a little early, you know, a couple of years before everybody else. But then when COVID hit marketing, if you owned an SEO agency, you lost all your business on March 11th, 2020. You lost it all. I had buddies in the SEO space. They lost 80, 90% of their business in one day. They lost most of it, you know, the, the next 10% over the next, you know, month. PPC companies, website building companies, all sorts of marketing services companies lost business kind of overnight. Very scary. I would assume that would generate some anxiety in you. Okay. The way I see anxiety in business is it's this opportunity to focus on solving it. It's an emotion that tells you that something is wrong, right? Obviously something's wrong. You have no money and like, you know, you're living on beans and rice. That level of kind of connectedness to your own, you know, human experience, I think is really important. It can be scary. I never want to go through it again. I appreciate that I went through it. I'm absolutely stronger. My marriage is stronger because we went through it together, right? My wife and I went through that together. The reason I bring this up is that anxiety, while it maybe peaked then, it kind of persisted after that moment. I was afraid that I would lose clients. If you're leaving a corporate job and you want to become a fractional CMO, you might be scared to think, what if I lost business? What if I lost healthcare? We all talk about healthcare like it's a huge deal. I mean, it is, but mostly it's it's a pain. It's just like a $650 a month or whatever the check is that you have to write for healthcare. You know, that's just like what it costs, right? A lot of people kind of think healthcare is more than that. It's not. You just go on the website and buy healthcare just like anybody else. You just pay out of pocket instead of like an organization covering it. So my stress was that I was losing everything. I was losing healthcare. I was losing income. I was losing the ability to like kind of enjoy things because I was just scared of where the money was coming from. So if you're thinking about that, you're thinking, what would it be like to lose healthcare? What would it be like to lose um, income? Uh, it can be tough. It can be tough. Yeah, it can, it can be an emotional roller coaster. You might hit a low point. Maybe you've never hit a point that low before. Maybe you have, right? Maybe you've had other kind of traumatic experiences in your life. Whatever it is, anxiety may crop up on you. This is one of like the truisms about being a business owner. You, you can have anxious feelings around what you're doing. Um, and it can be tough. I'm not here to tell you that it can't be tough, right? That it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows. But what I think is important is that if you're clear that what you're doing has a long time horizon and you're providing that kind of runway to make it happen, if you're not saying I have to make my financial goals in the next 30 days, but you're saying over the next year, I want to hit some financial numbers. And the next year, I want them bigger. And the next year, I want them bigger. And the next year, I want them even bigger. If that's the path that you're on, you're going to be successful. If the path that you're on is, I need to quit my job today. Let's just say, for instance, you're working in uh, the corporate space and you're making $200,000 a year. Let's say you say, I hate my job. I want to quit. I'm going to quit today and I'm going to become a fractional CMO tomorrow. You certainly can do that if you've got some savings, etc. right? But don't be surprised if you feel a little anxious about it. 
if you if you have some emotions that come up around like feelings like what if I don't make it? Maybe there's some self-sabotage that happens in there. It's really important to be self-aware when you're betting on yourself. By no means am I telling you not to bet on yourself. It's just be prepared for what will come up. Okay? And also, how do you get to be successful? Well, I love that quote, success leaves clues. Because in the end, if you model what other people have done to be successful... You yourself have an opportunity to have similar results. Now, maybe they had timing right, right? Just because I grew up, you know, with a computer in my hands because my dad worked at IBM doesn't mean I turned into Bill Gates, right? Doesn't mean I turned into Steve Jobs. You know, they had a little different experience than I had, okay? But what I'm saying to you here is that betting on yourself is the number one thing you can do, and you will have lows and you will have highs, And it's only when you have the lows do the highs taste as good as they can taste. And you can appreciate the lows. I wouldn't turn back time and change the financial kind of frustrations that I had. You know, hitting rock bottom, uh, having months where I didn't make any money, where I was considering driving for Uber, right? I don't want you to think that everything is always sunshine because you're going to go stack up sales calls and you're going to lose them. Odds are you'll lose more sales calls than you'll win. That can hurt. And if you bet the farm on one sale converting and you lose it, that sucks, right? That puts you in a bad place. So if you have the long time horizon and you provide yourself the runway to make things happen, it is inevitable that you'll be successful. It's inevitable that you will be successful and that is a fact. If you do the work, if you pay the price... You'll get there. You might get there really fast because you might get some breaks. You might know somebody and next thing you know, you're the fractional CMO for a company and you're making great money, right? That could happen in 30 days or less. We have someone inside of the CMO Accelerator who within 40 days brought in their first $10,000 a month client. That's really exciting. Thrilled for that person. You know, she's killing it. She's out there hustling, working hard, brought in the business. Just so cool. We've got other people. It took them six months to do that, right? So, Your path to success is going to be unique to you. And there might be some lucky breaks and you might not have some lucky breaks. But what you can do is you can bet on a process that has been proven successful for other people. There's going to be emotions that come up, emotions of anxiety, emotions of excitement, emotions of feeling let down, disappointed, right? It's kind of a roller coaster when you have your own business. If anyone tells you otherwise, they're lying to you. But to me, there is no greater teacher about who I am as a person than my experience as an entrepreneur. I mean, I think my experience, like, in my marriage and as an entrepreneur, like, those two things, really, right? And maybe the third is, like, parenting. They're just, like, ways to see yourself. Parenting's different, right? It's it's about, like, how you help someone else. But owning your own business and working every single day to grow and hit these goals that you set out for yourself that are kind of arbitrary, right? At the end of the day, like... You set them, and then you go and do the work, and, and you achieve them. It's, it's, it's kind of an incredible thing to do. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone as a fractional CMO. There's plenty of us that are successful. It's going to be a, like a real kind of full experience that you'll have. Uh, you'll have the highs. You'll have the lows. You might experience anxiety. Right? You, might, you might have some tough times. There might be a lot of learning that you're going to have to do to be able to figure out how to prospect. 
and how to sell and then how to serve these clients as a fractional CMO. But you can learn it. I'm confident. You know that it's possible for you to do these things. So this is just kind of like a, a, a warning that it's not going to be easy and it's absolutely going to be worth it. So the real question is if you've got what it takes to be a fractional CMO. If you think you do, head on over to cmox.co forward slash invite. That's cmox.co forward slash invite to see if you have what it takes to be a fractional CMO. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom. 